0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the FN Story. We got the Comp Awards going on right now, so make sure to go check out Comp Awards FN. But we got to talk about our guest joining us today. Tax, what's going on, dude? How you doing? How you doing? Excited to be here. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to be here as well. It's a nice day. I always love chatting with people, learning new stuff. Um, if you were to introduce yourself as like what you do within the Fortnite space to someone, what would kind of be a description of what you do?
1: Um, typically when somebody asks me like what I do, what I am, I like to be humble. You know, I don't want to come off as some, you know, egotistical guy or whatever, but I just say like, I'm a content creator pretty much, but, um, for talking realistically, I guess I'm considered a zero build pro. You know, I don't I know a lot of people don't throw that term around, but uh yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Okay, cool. Um, the zero build pro piece. Do you think
0: that's even a thing? As someone that would like consider themselves a zero build pro, or you just said you were do you think
1: Oh um, um, I feel like right now it's not a major thing. Like I don't really say it often, but a lot of people refer to me as it so that's the only reason why I sometimes say it. But I feel like Zero Build Pro really isn't a thing until we have more bigger zero build events going on, like a FNCS or maybe a winter royale type of event or something like that. Okay. I can see that. Um just to let
0: you know I am a zero build hater not like <laughs> I don't hate the game mode itself I just would never actually want it to be like the main game mode I'm completely oh, yeah, no, fine I
1: agree I agree
0: yeah like I feel like most people are, are that way and it's cool every once in a while to have like a, a fun tournament especially like the the creator tournaments and things like that but historically I've not been a huge fan, and I'm nervous. One day that we will have an FNCS that's just zero
1: builds, and it's gone. But do you think that's ever gonna actually happen? Well, if they do decide to do zero build FNCS, I wouldn't want them to just make it only zero build FNCS. I'd rather have like them do maybe a month where it's builds FNCS, and then another month where it's zero builds FNCS, and you could just choose whichever one you want to participate in.
0: Okay, yeah, that's not a bad idea.
1: Just kind of have a little bit of both. Yeah.
0: All right. And so as far as like, there was a lot of controversy with like Pilkey winning a bunch of tournaments. I'm sure you could be kind of thrown into yeah. that group of people as well that, I mean, what people are saying is you guys are farming these content creator tournaments as like zero build pros, but you don't reach the like FNCS requirements. So you know from someone that's on the other side of it because my opinion I'll, I'll let you know what I think before you go into it but like it's kind of hilarious to me because there's this whole you can't be that good in order to be able to play yeah. in the tournament but then you also can't be that bad to actually get an invite it's like this weird middle ground that people are looking for yeah. and i think the most frustrating part from like the community i guess or the organizers is when there's someone that really should be considered like a professional that gets thrown in as a content creator but like yeah obviously you don't want to take money out of your pocket with all these tournaments but where do you see all that and how do you feel that should be properly
1: dealt with well you know when it comes to those events it's for someone like me even it does get frustrating to a certain point because you know, you have teams that are just like, you could technically consider all of them pros, but because, you know, Zerbuilds Builds is still more fresh, they're not pros at the same time. So, like, I feel like, personally, what these tournaments, you know, whoever's hosting them should do is, you should base them more off of earnings, in my opinion. I understand, like, they're content creator cups, and they're not as hard as, you know, an FNCS. but if you're someone who is consistently, like if you have around over 30k earnings, but you're a 0 build player, that basically means you're winning most of the events that are, you know, content creator cups. So you should technically be considered as a closer to a pro, in my opinion. Like if, if I was in these content creator cups, I would much rather have, you know, people like me, Pilkey, be considered as pros because it would make the teams a lot more balanced Instead of having Pilky, Queasy, and you know, Easiness, and all these guys on one team, it's just those kind of teams are insane. But <laughs> you know, it's 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 hard for these you know organizers to see you know what's the content creator and what's a pro. So I'm not mad at the people who's organizing the tournaments, but I feel like they should definitely figure out a way to balance it more.
0: Yeah, I mean, you definitely can't hate on the organizers because they're just putting yeah, it together, and then it's like you guys have made this not you specifically but like yeah, yeah. this is the zero build pro people have made this so difficult to like define that line of where it is and you really like even earnings i don't know is a great thing because you could just jump in one random Tifu tuesday tournament win like 20k and then boom there's a ton of money that you got coming in your pocket or uh you played in gamers 8 like that is absurd amounts of money granted that i would actually see as like a high level zero build tournament versus like a content creator tournament um i don't know nonetheless i was just curious from someone like yourself what your your thoughts on all that were and i think that makes sense most people are like that and the unfortunate part though is you have to really follow the space in order to know this. Cause it's not like yeah. there's any website or tracker to go see like how much money you're earning from all these random third party tournaments. You yeah. would just have to go somehow find all of them and then like tally it up and manually do it. So I don't, don't envy the people that have to <laughs> have to figure all that yeah. out.
1: Yeah, no, I don't blame them at all.
0: Um, so you went to gamers eight you qualified through one of the dream hacks right yeah san diego okay so the very first one nice yep um who's your teammate talk to me about going to dream hack like what were your expectations going into that
1: um so i played with Moo. he's qualified multiple fncs grand finals i think maybe four or five um and we we played multiple squads that were built cash cups and very well in them so i was very confident going in i going into the finals of san diego i i felt this like confidence i felt a feeling of i don't know how to explain it exactly but i i pretty much was just very sure that we were calling somehow i don't know what exactly gave me that feeling but i had a feeling that i was just like yeah we're calling like we're we're doing this so you know traveling across the country because i live in new york so i had to travel all the way to san diego um it's a lot and uh you know it's tough to bring a bunch of equipment and all that stuff but i didn't even play on a 240 hertz monitor in that tournament i played on a i think we both played on 165 hertz so we you know it's not that big of a disadvantage but if you're you know heavy into the specs and all that stuff you know it's, it's it's a slighter disadvantage compared to 240 but we ended up pulling it off and it was it was the best feeling ever nice and
0: so you obviously qualified right away and now there's this like million dollar tournament coming up is it million or two million i think it was two million okay two million yeah that sounds about right I, anyway it was a really big prize pool tournament the biggest prize pool we've ever seen for any kind of zero build tournament And I want to say it's, like, top three for any kind of Fortnite tournament. Well, four if you include... Yeah. Okay. It was, like, top three, two World Cups, and then FNCS this year. uh, And last year maybe beat it. Anyway, it's not important. A lot of money thrown at it. Did you kind of feel any nerves? Had you traveled much outside of the country before going to Saudi Arabia to compete? Like, how did that experience feel for you kind of being the first time going i would imagine your first time going to saudi arabia
1: um so before uh saudi arabia i've never been to that side of the world never went to like europe never went anywhere close to saudi arabia the only places i've been to outside of the united states were like you know in the caribbean in that that type of area but the flight was like 12 13 14 hours so it was a surreal experience um i don't i don't remember being nervous if anything i was more nervous on the first day compared to the other two days but it was more just confidence um you know the it was a five star hotel so i decided to just take advantage of everything that was there you know relaxing training my mind every day i just got my mind right And um, when it came down to the game days, we just popped off. He finished eighth.
0: That's a solid performance in that caliber of lobby. I mean, anyone, if you told me you finished top 10 in any kind of big tournament like that, I think that's impressive, especially because there's a a huge chance that nerves or something can get to you and your confidence from what you said kind of stood out. And that was helpful to you. Playing with someone like Mu was he someone that that shared similar confidence? What would you guys talk about like leading up to it? Because I can imagine I would have had many conversations before I'm going to compete for two million bucks.
1: Yeah, well, before we get into that, I do want to say we were actually in sixth place before the last game, and um, we ended up dropping to eighth because, you know, when when you're in a tournament, um like that with such a big prize pool and you're not competing well a lot of the guys want to try to drop a big kill game um you know they want to get a lot of eliminations they want to catch up in points you know they want to finish strong so for some reason in my mind i like i completely forgot that that's what happens every last game of like a major (laughs) tournament everybody just w keys yeah so i just i it slipped off my mind and we ended up getting w keyed like really early by so many good teams and we ended up dropping to eighth place but um i just wanted to mention that because not a lot of people know that we were actually in sixth place going into the last game and we ended up dropping to eighth so but um on that are you the igl between you and Moo? yeah so we're since it's duos you can kind of co-igl mm-hmm. but since i'm more of a zero world player than Moo, he likes to give me the final call and I do want to say he did point it out that that was going to happen. He pointed (laughs) out, he was like, we should probably hide. Like, it's going to get crazy. And I, I, I recognize it and I understood what he said, but I think I caught on to it too late and uh, yeah, we ended up getting punished for it. But typically we both co-IGL and uh, I get the final call. Damn. That, that stinks.
0: You can tell it still bugs you when like it comes up. That's the first thing you mentioned
1: we missed out on probably like that play probably costed us 25k and
0: it, it is yeah. what it is i mean i'm not saying that i wouldn't like still have that in the back of my mind because that that's a lot of money to be losing out on and like a mistake yeah. and kicking yourself is something i would probably do as well but bro just let it go like you know
1: it, it's over yeah no I, I've, I've gotten over it you know it happens i i still like to smile and be proud of you know placing eighth out of basically a global tournament so
0: yeah did yeah, you I'm... travel to any of the other
1: dream hacks before that um yes it... i actually went to dallas uh, of okay. 2022 which was builds it was solo builds gotcha did you play builds before um oh, yeah, of course i um i no, you know i obviously wasn't like a major pro or anything but i've when there was DreamHack online tournaments, I qualified for maybe three of them. Okay. And uh and then I made the DreamHack Dallas Finals in twenty twenty two. So there's like you were pretty good at
0: the game before Zero Build came yeah, out. And like then... I wasn't
1: tier one pro or anything, but I was I was good enough at builds. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean to me Zero Build is more just
0: like understanding fundamentals of Fortnite and if you can yeah. understand like proper rotations poor positioning how to make sure like you're rotating in an area that's not gonna put you in a huge disadvantage and then just understanding where all the teams are coming from like that's one of the keys i think from what i've seen in zero builds is more the the mind than the actual like gun skill because at that phase, everyone's out in the open. You can't really build to protect yourself, so the mechanics aren't as important. Um, yeah. But I would love to kind of understand your positioning as far as, like, the transition from builds and then being successful at zero builds. Like, what are the keys that have led you to be successful? Not necessarily just what I think, but what are the keys that continue to allow you to earn in this game? Um. Well...
1: Switching from builds to zero builds for me was... I made the switch personally for content. Um, I switched when it first came out because my thinking or my thought process was, you know, I knew zero builds was going to kind of be a uh, a good thing for Fortnite. So I was like, if I'm going to be the first one on it, then I could be like, you know, one of the bigger names in it. But um, to answer your question, I think the major for zero builds is definitely uh your game plan. It's just all like mental in my opinion. You don't really need to have the best aim, the best mechanics. It's mostly just how are you gonna rotate? Um what's the best loot to carry? And like that's pretty much it honestly. <laughs> it's 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 just all mental. It's it's just a mental game. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. Literally just all mental. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean,
0: it's it's not crazy to think about because it's literally just like as long as you have good aim and you put yourself in the right yeah. spots, you're not taking dumb peeks and your teammate isn't throwing for you, then you should be all right. Granted, winning yeah. the game is way harder and a lot of money now is pretty much just the zero build victory cash cups because are there any tournaments announced right now for zero builds besides the
1: victory cash cups well they actually just added zero build duo console cash cups okay but besides that there's really not anything do you have a uh a console you're gonna be jumping on yeah i got my ps5 nice you know? oh, so i gotta, can see you gotta you take advantage of all zero build events you know anything honestly
0: yeah i can see you perk up smile you're like oh hell yeah there's more money for me to win now <laughs> um who are you currently playing with like what's what's the duo looking like
1: i don't have anyone i Uh-oh. mean i don't for me i don't like to have a set duo if it's like a victory cash cope or anything like that because to me those are more for fun in my opinion if it's not like a dream hack or a gamers 8 i'm not gonna spend too much time focusing on you know how to win these games because to be honest zero build isn't that big still right now so i'm just prioritizing my content right now and um you know i'm sure there's going to be another gamers 8 they've already announced it hopefully there's fortnite there hopefully there's zero builds and builds so you know i can get a chance again <laughs> but um for right now you know just focusing on my content and i just like to play with anyone nice i respect that
0: i mean it's not crazy amounts of money and yeah. i'm sure like content long term is a way bigger investment than it is like to win seventy five bucks after tax to, to play a couple of games. So that, that makes a ton of sense. Is there someone that stands out as like, hey, this is one of the best players I've ever played with, and you know, this is a person I would go to if a big tournament got announced.
1: Definitely Moo. I mean, Moo's probably the best zero build player I've played with, even though he's a builds main, which is funny. But I feel like I played with other zero build players you know i've played with like flueger and opt and all these other guys mm. but at the end of the day it comes down to chemistry you know who are you working the best with are you guys you know are you sticking together are you listening to comms like i feel like when me move play we're both equally as aggressive we equally think the same i don't know it, we we just click we literally just click together so i feel like if there's another gamer's day or any major tournaments i'm definitely gonna run it back with me
0: Yeah, I think that's a huge point of both builds and zero builds. It's like understanding someone's play style because you can't always communicate what you want to do. Sometimes it just has to be a little feel for it. And if you have a teammate that plays like at the right speed as you, then it's perfect. So that's cool here. Hopefully you guys do get a running back and I would love it if it was both zero builds and builds next year, like yeah. a side-by-side dream hack track into gamers Eight, or I think they're calling it the esports world cup right now. That would be pretty cool. Um, but you've also referenced like several times your content. What is like your focus for content? Because some people do YouTube, some people focus streaming, other people have short form. Like what is the tax style of content that you like putting
1: out? so i get a lot of comparisons to zemi okay Um, so if you're familiar with his content that's kind of like uh the same way i do my content i pretty much just play zero builds um and i make a lot of short form content on tiktok you know like gameplay clips whether it's like solo squads or you know crazy crazy snipes you know basically anything that involves good aiming and um clutches like stuff like that but i definitely want to start getting more into the long form content you know youtube cuz i feel like youtube's definitely a, a the best place to be right now like i feel like that's the ultimate goal of where you want to get um your content elevated definitely youtube for me but right now i'm just doing i stream every day and i post every day on tiktok whether it's one two three clips however many clips i would feel like posting and um and i also stream on tiktok as well Okay, so you co-stream
0: on Twitch and TikTok or those? Okay. So you got to give me the juice. Like, are you one of those guys making thousands of dollars on TikTok every day?
1: Not every day. Oh, shit. You know, but, you know, I'm going to get there. I, um, I feel like TikTok is, I don't have it all figured out, but I don't know. It's like a weird relationship with TikTok for me. I feel like some days... You know, I'll, I'll have multiple videos in a row, like blow up hundreds of thousands, millions of views. Like last week, I think I maybe had 4 million views in like a few days, you Jeez. know? So, and then this week it's not doing so well. Like since the new chapter started and my TikToks haven't been doing too well, but my TikTok streams are still doing well. So it, it's, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I don't understand it fully, but I think if I had to give someone tips on what to do for TikTok. I feel like posting multiple times a day is probably the best way to do it because, you know, I look at it as the more content you're putting out, the more people are going to see it. If I post three times a day, I have a higher chance of one of those videos blowing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I have one of those three blow up every single day, it just accumulates and obviously you just keep on growing. You know, you promote your Twitch, you promote your YouTube, go sub here, go sub here. And you know, whoever is loving your content is going to go check it out. So. That's that's my strategy for anybody who's, sitting coming up. But yeah, that's that's what I'm doing right now.
0: Okay, cool. And as far as like the the content on TikTok, are you highly editing stuff? Is it more just captions along with gameplay? Like what what is the style that you found to be best for you?
1: Right now, the style. Well, I've been doing more of like I said earlier, just regular clips like just a 1v4 1v2 um crazy aiming clips but i've noticed for a lot of other people those type of entertaining um like commentary educational videos do really well so if you're like i don't know if you want to do update videos like on a new fortnite update that's i feel like that's really good content um that's something i definitely want to get more into you know whether it's like guys, the new Lego updates here, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that type of stuff definitely does blow up. But um for someone like me, since I'm more of like a sweat, like people call me, um, I like to capitalize on that and post more gameplay clips than you know the the usual content creator stuff on TikTok. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And I mean everyone has their own style, right? And that's yeah probably why people come to you and watch your content because i know like this guy's gonna show me something crazy every time i see it yeah, on tiktok literally. and that's a nice little regular piece to have um it's always interesting to see because there's also guys like uh bronos and foxman are the two that come to mind recently yeah. that have seemed to just like absolutely blow up n pen recently just
1: oh n going insane right now yeah it's like
0: how are you doing this but it's also those are people that have been creating content for very long periods of time. And then finally the like efforts have paid off to come together. And then that's when you get your blow up. But is that something you've thought of? Is it, you know, kind of a slow and steady grind? You uh, obviously everyone's kind of hoping for the blow up, but
1: uh, like, is Um, that a goal of yours? Yeah, no, I definitely want to get that, that blow up. Um, Another person that comes to mind is Jivy. I don't know if you've seen his TikTok, but I feel like once you start getting that spark on TikTok, you just need to, you you have to like go even harder. You have to do even more because as soon as you get that spark, as soon as you start getting those couple of videos, those streams that are getting so much views, so much attraction, you just have to keep going. You have to keep popping up on their feed. They're going to keep seeing you. The more they see you the more they want to watch the more they want to engage the more they want to hit that follow button if they're not already following so yeah i know people like foxman bronos especially bronos is just a genius when it comes to his tiktok (laughs) content but yeah people like that they're they're killing it um it's always going to be a slow and steady grind at first but uh i know as soon as i get that spark i'm just gonna go ham and not stop
0: Yeah, well, you seem like you're doing the right stuff, talking about posting multiple days, going live every day. So it's just like a matter of when um, and your content will slowly improve over time because just naturally doing it, you'll get better at making the content. Um, How long have you kind of been in this space and making content, doing stuff around Fortnite? Like, when did you start getting involved in Fortnite? And like, when do you get, when did your journey as a content creator begin?
1: I I got into Fortnite as soon as it started, like September 2017 around there. Um one of my family members was like, "You should play Fortnite." I was like, "Okay, I'll try it." The first time I first played it, wasn't a huge fan, obviously, because it was a different type of game. You know, not very used to it. Tried it again a couple days later, instantly hooked. Just such an amazing game, but um yeah, from twenty seventeen to March of twenty twenty, I didn't grind any content at all. I just watched people. I wanted to be a pro player. Never had a PC, so couldn't really do it. Um but then I finally convinced my parents to buy me a PC, you know. I was just like, please. I was like, <laughs> please, I'll I'll make money. Like I will make money. You know, they didn't they didn't really understand what I was saying, but like it ended up working out. Um, and then, yeah, 2020 around April, I happened to meet two big creators on Fortnite, you know, Phase Replays and Complexity Thieves. And they just told me to start streaming one day, and I was like, All right, I'll I'll do it. Fell in love with it, and ever since then, I just kept going. So that's what two, three years now? Three and a half years, over three and a half years, almost four years. Wow. that's impressive yeah. um yeah. yeah but i feel like i didn't actually like get into the content heavily until i think july of 2022 like i was streaming every day but i wasn't posting like tiktoks a lot i was just streaming and and having fun and i feel like around that time of july last summer of 2022 i i hit like a, a moment where i realized i was around a lot of big creators and i was friends with all these people and i feel like i had an opportunity in front of me like i f- at the time when i first started i was 18 and last summer i was 20 years old so i feel like it just took maturity for me to realize what was in front of me and then i just ever since last summer i haven't stopped and how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 21. Oh, okay. I turned 21 last month. Nice, happy birthday!
0: Yeah, thanks. Um, it, it does take some time. Uh, I think you have to one realize you want to do it because I yeah. think at first everyone's like, "Oh, streaming's awesome," and then streaming isn't yeah. always awesome, right? There's just days <laughs> where it's not, and it takes some time to realize one how to be good at streaming versus there's certain people that can just be really good at video games and that's all they have to do in order to to stream. But that's like the, the very small minority. Otherwise like you're entertaining an audience. Like you are doing something while on stream more than just playing video games. And I do think Fortnite is probably one of the easier games to stream just because there's like those natural down times where you can talk to chat, you can relax. It's not necessarily like constant paced um yeah you know like a moba i feel like you have to constantly do something you're always thinking about like what item am i buying next what's going on in this lane and all that stuff maybe that's just me maybe over time you'll get better at it you don't have to think about it but that's um it's an interesting journey and so replays and thieves kind of gave you a little kick in the butt be like dude get going start this um what's like a goal for you as a streamer and a content creator have you set goals for yourself is that something that you like to do
1: i do set goals here and there um but i also look at goals as like a limitation in a way because i feel like if i want if i set a goal for myself and i put too much pressure on myself to hit that goal and i don't hit it in time i feel like i'm going to kind of be disappointed in myself So i'd like to just go with the flow and and the one goal that i actually have for myself is just to be proud literally just to be proud of myself know that i'm know that i'm doing enough know that i'm doing more than enough you know i just want to satisfy myself and feel like i'm doing whatever it takes to to get to wherever it is i want to be but um i'd say the only goal that I have besides making myself proud is to just be one of the biggest Fortnite streamers really. Um doesn't necessarily have to be number one, number two, number three, number four, but you know, I want to be up there at the top. Hey. So yeah, those, that's all really the thing I'm looking for right now.
0: Nice. Do you see that happening? Like, or actually, when do you see that happening? That's a, a shitty
1: question. I see that happening. It, I, I think I'll I'll get there. It's just a matter of time. That's that's the way I look at it. Okay. Um and then to dive back into Fortnite a little bit. What are your
0: thoughts on the new season? I have played it a lot. I kind of like it. Um the OG season was not for me, but you know, where. Really? Uh dude, it's the it was cool for a little bit, but then it's like the map is not that good. You know, like, everyone talks about how the OG map was awesome and all that stuff. Like, it's just not really a good map to actually play the current level of Fortnite. It was perfect yeah. at the time because people weren't that good. But with all the peaks and valleys, like, there's just so many terrible positions in that. Um, yeah,
1: no, that's understandable. Um, I enjoyed it, personally. Fortnite OG was really fun for me. Um, Competitive-wise, awful. But, <laughs> like as a constant creator it was it was it was a blast but um i'm really enjoying this chapter i mean obviously the movement was a big problem for a lot of people mm-hmm. it's definitely a problem for builds or at least it was i know they up they updated the movement now um but i i, I love it i didn't think i was going to be a huge fan of the attachments and all that stuff but i gotta be honest i love them i love the attachments i love the new movement you know especially for zero builds the movement's amazing um i'm a huge fan i've even played a little bit of builds i'm enjoying builds as well okay overall i think it's really good i if i had to rate it out of 10 i'd probably give it around like an eight yeah eight I'm, out of 10. I'm probably about there
0: I, I think the map itself was really well made like, i think the balance in it is solid Um, and there's a lot of like not named POIs that players can land at, which I always love is give people enough space to land at, especially when I'm always thinking of FNCS, like where is enough loot for a duo and do we have enough loot on the map? I don't know the answers to those questions yet. Um, but I I think they've done a good job. And then also... I was hesitant at first with all the weapon mods and attachments and things like that. I'm like, God damn it, I, I can't <laughs> do more. I, like Fortnite is complicated enough. I don't need to be worrying about it. Does this has a have a laser on it? Is there a barrel? Like what scope do I have? And then you start to play and you're like, oh, actually I can kind of even more craft my inventory to what I yeah. want and make it that much better for me. So I really do like that aspect of it. It does make even more of a learning curve and more to think about when you're playing Fortnite because, I mean, sure, we need more things to have to think about, but I like the addition. And the one thing that I'm really interested to see is like hurt, the hurdling, where you can like hurdle in windows or over little walls yeah. and stuff. That'll be a nice, interesting layer into competitive. And there was. A zero build tournament over the weekend, right? I'm not mistaken. There was one yesterday and I think
1: three days ago.
0: Okay, that sounds about right, because they line up with the solo cashies Yeah. Um did you see that movement? Did you try and use it at all and make any plays
1: or anything like that with the hurdles? Not I haven't really used it to make any plays, but it's definitely used like off spawn when you're like looting and stuff and you know, rotate around your POIs, whatever POI you're in. Um i don't think i'm not sure if there's a lot you can hurdle over so i'm not sure if it's going to be like a big thing mm-hmm. in um like when you're fighting or anything like that but it, it's definitely used more often in in off spawn fights than like in the end game
0: yeah you can tell they made the map for that new ability because i feel like every poi has those windows now yeah, that you can like just jump little, tiny windows yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, this is so annoying because you never know. One, you're never safe in a building anymore, I feel like. And it makes me, like, anxious off spawn. Um, But I I do like the addition, and I can't wait for a clip. Someone's going to just make a window peek on a wall to try and make or take a shot. And I think I've already seen one, but, like, during competitive play where somebody jumps in their box... (laughs) <laughs> because they, they opened a window and just hurdle it. I am I'm, I'm waiting for that one. That'll be fun. Um Yeah. What's what's your go to POI right now? Fencing fields.
1: The okay. mythic AR, yeah. I, I land there every single game. I know that POI more than any POI. Um I think it's the best AR in the game. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would agree. But um I've only ever really landed fencing fields and just yesterday I started landing at um Grand Glacier, I think it's called. Okay. It's like during the in the snow area. Yeah, all the way on the east. Yeah, yeah, that that POI. Um I landed there for the Zero Build Cup yesterday. But other than those two POIs, I literally don't really know anything that, that <laughs> well. But um fencing fields is definitely my number one right now.
0: Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Especially if you're playing zero builds, the AR is like the most yeah. powerful weapon that you can if get if it was
1: builds i'd be landing snooty steps of course but uh or is it called snooty steps i, peter, I don't know what It's peter called griffin about. spot yeah, Peter Griffin. Is. peter griffin poi yeah but uh for zero builds definitely fencing fields i can respect that
0: it's a nice nice little addition i wonder how long the like npcs are gonna stay because i feel like we always start with npcs in a season and then by the time we get towards the end they're not in tournaments um, but with the mythics in the game, I, I feel like that'll change something. I'm not sure. I like the addition of them. I do like non RNG stre- like strong weapons because everyone then has the same thought process yeah. to go to when you're deciding where to drop on a map. The The only problem though, is when you get into like actual set lobbies, only one team lands at a certain POI and then that's how it goes. But I don't know. That's, that's a whole nother piece. Um, What's kind of, do you have any plans coming up?
1: Like anything that you're Um, working towards? Mainly right now, just starting up my YouTube. Um, Like I said earlier, it's, that's probably my, Next step for content creation. I'm heavily into TikTok already. I'm heavily into Twitch. I just need to get into YouTube. YouTube shorts, YouTube videos. That's that's my main goal right now. But other than that, um there's not really much going on. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's no really events going on. I mean when does FNCF start for builds? Have they announced that?
0: No, they said they'll mention something in January, I believe.
1: They said it's duos yeah.
0: and then more info to come in January. So that's that's all we have right now.
1: Yeah, I I wanted I want to talk about something that not a lot of people have noticed. Okay. Cuz Phase Replays brought this up. In February there's like a two week gap like where there's no events going on, I think there's no events. I'm pretty sure Epic doesn't go on break during that time, do they?
0: No, they they take the winter one around Christmas and the summer one around Fourth of July.
1: Yeah, so this sounds crazy, but Replays pointed out that there's like a two week gap that he's pretty sure that there's gonna be like an FNCS or something. And he brought up, what if they brought out like a like a mid winter Royale or something like that around that time? Because there's randomly just a two week, three week gap in february where there's nothing going on and i'm pretty sure epic doesn't take any breaks i don't know if they have anything planned around that time but it was just something cool to think about that i wanted to get your thoughts on
0: yeah so normally fncs starts end of february beginning of march so that would make sense typically january there's nothing because epic does take their break between christmas and new year's give themselves time and then okay boom competitive will start February March around that time frame. So that lines up. You're I, I believe I saw someone else mention that there's a gap and it's a little earlier than I think it normally is cuz normally like last weekend of February is when FNCS starts ish. Sometimes it's like beginning of March, sometimes it's mid-March, it all depends, but um yeah i'd be interested i need to look at a calendar to see what exactly that gap is because if it's only two weeks i'm not sure that's enough i'm
1: I'm not sure if there's gonna be anything going on but it's it it was just something interesting that he brought up i mean i don't know if they're gonna plan any event around that time do you play i I don't think there's any like cash cups or anything around that time either so do you play fmcs um, I didn't play the recent one because I wasn't, uh, I was away. I was on vacation, but every once in a while, I like to get in it, you know, for some content. I don't, I haven't taken an FNCS seriously since last summer. Um, I played it with Donnie. You know, okay. the guy, you know, he played with clicks. you know, Donnie. Yeah. yeah um, that was the last FNCS I've taken seriously, um, but other than that i just play for fun
0: can respect that i would play too i I try to and then it never (laughs) works out well um and also like i can't play if i wind up casting i'm looking now though the first two weeks of january there's nothing so i would guess that's too early for
1: a what what about february is there like a i think he was talking about february i know i think in january they're going on a break right that's probably what i'm looking at but there's
0: events the on the 12th, 14th, 15th, 19th, 20th. And then I guess there is only mix-it-up Monday cups for two weeks. So maybe that's...
1: Yeah, maybe that's what he was talking about. Yeah, sure. that would make sense. because That's I think... weird, though. Yeah. Like, only mix-up cups? Well, maybe cause... FNCS starting around that time, who knows.
0: Yeah. Hey, you heard it here first. FNCS starts, who would that be? Yeah. <laughs> The twenty fourth or the seventeenth. No, normally I start on Friday. So the day before, the sixteenth or the twenty third. One of those two. I don't know. Um yeah, it'll be interesting. I hope hope it does start earlier. Um actually no I don't because I'm a big football guy. I would much rather it start after the Super Bowl ends. Um, oh yeah,
1: Super Bowl, yeah.
0: So yeah, that's did you get to play in the streamer bowl? Have you played in any of those?
1: No damn not yet i'm i hope i get to play in the next one yeah let's get you one, in there. but i mean i played in a bunch of twitch rivals i even played in the last not this year but 2022 uh the fortnite twitchcon that's okay. where i got this sign right here from nice um but yeah i mean any events that fortnite does is just amazing whether it's fncs or you know twitch rivals any land events they're always just amazing fortnite's The best game hands down and i also i know you said you're not the biggest zero builds guy but do you think a zero builds fncs would hurt the viewership like on average or
0: what do you mean like would it hurt fncs viewership because i don't see zero build fncs getting the same numbers as build fncs if that's what you're
1: asking yeah no for sure i mean do you think it's gonna affect like um, anything that has to do with builds? Pretty much, I, I feel like it. I feel like it wouldn't. Basically, what I'm I'm i getting as <laughs> would it be a good
0: idea? Um, personally, I don't think it would be, especially if it's like instead of a build FNCS. If there was a separate track, maybe. Um, I don't think that helps viewership for anyone though to have like two FNCSs going on at once because then we are we already have like an oversaturation of Fortnite tournaments on a regular basis so yeah I don't even know when tournaments happen anymore I used to be pretty good keeping track of everything but now it's like every single day there's something Um, and if you have the two side by side one most viewership currently is builds mostly because like clicks and mr savage mongrel like the big big dogs are playing builds but then you also remove the potential for like a zero build audience if you're having them both run at the same time i don't know i feel like if there was i'm trying to think of like the best way for this because i think zero builds important for fortnite i think it's like a really great way to Carry people along the Fortnite funnel, and then the yeah. end goal becoming like a competitive Fortnite player, regardless of if it's builds or zero builds. Because before zero builds, you would get into a game, you'd play against AI, and you would destroy them, and then you would actually compete against real players, and you would get destroyed. And there was like a very low chance that you would be able to do well but then zero builds allows you to get kind of the basics of fortnite understand how the game's played out without having to learn all the extra keys or buttons if you're playing controller and figure out how to build before you jump all the way into that so it's like a nice slow funnel where you can learn here's how we play fortnite and then now if i want to play builds i can start learning builds because i already know the basics of the game um so that's a long-winded answer of like I don't think it would be good to have both of them, but I don't think it would be bad to have some sort of regular zero-build track other than just like random victory cash cups for zero-builds, if that yeah. makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, w- I wonder if, like, if they were to bring some sort of FNCS zero-builds. I wonder if a lot of the OG content creators would come back you know like aiden and those type of guys i wonder if they would compete those events i feel like if they were to come back you know nick mercs ninja those type of people i feel like the the hype around it would be a lot bigger i'm not sure if they would i mean they don't really need to obviously but that's something that that would be cool to see if that would happen
0: yeah i think the moment for that would have been when og came out Yeah, if they had like a three week long like zero build og tournament and they had like the one-off tournaments but they were filled with cheaters and i'm sure those big pros and not pros but big content creators don't want to be asked to waste their time (laughs) (laughs) um but i feel like that would have been the moment to do it and so that kind of leads me to believe we're going to see the same exact thing this or well in 2024 that we saw in 2023 where yeah. it's zero build cash cups, the occasional third-party tournaments, and then it's all just a matter of, like, is DreamHack and Gamers 8 going to be builds or zero builds? Based on what just happened with Atlanta, it looks yeah. like maybe they're shifting back towards builds, but I also don't know if, like, Epic wants them to do zero build tournaments so it's not competing with FNCS, if that makes sense, because... yeah. I don't know. It's also easier to run tournaments for zero builds versus builds if you're a tournament organizer.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what's DreamHack's plans, obviously, but I feel like they're just going to incorporate both. I mean, if anything, I feel like I don't know if it'd make it any more difficult to run, like, maybe one-day builds, one-day zero builds. I don't know if that'd make it any more difficult or not, but I mean, I genuinely shocked when they announced uh, gamers 8 and three different dream hacks that were zero builds i didn't think it was gonna happen i don't think anyone thought that was gonna happen no so i mean if anything i think that means they're gonna do more zero builds eventually but you know who knows who knows what's gonna happen
0: it my guess would be the reason why they did that is either there's two reasons. One is because they knew that they would have like server issues and bugs because when you get stacked lobbies and not like FNCS set servers, because apparently, not apparently, when you watch they, they are perform better than just like a regular custom game. Um, so maybe they didn't want to deal with that. And that's very understandable when you're throwing way over $2 million for everything else you know flying you guys out the production all that so it's probably three to five million i would guess somewhere around there you don't want the game to be riddled with issues so it could just be all right let's keep it simple um and then the other thing could be epic probably not probably they could have also been like hey we will be more supportive if it's not competing against fncs and like another two million dollar tournament that is doing the same exact thing so that could also be just like a little nudge nudge like hey
1: oh it definitely was there's yeah i'm pretty sure epic did not want gamers 8 to compete with fncs because i've heard a lot of people say that they did not want gamers 8 to have a bigger prize pool than copenhagen because obviously it would draw more attention to the bigger prize pool yeah you know more money you know it just it just sounds better to have a bigger prize pool but um i mean I don't know esports world cup who knows what's gonna happen you know maybe builds maybe zero builds both i don't know yeah i mean 250k
0: for each like you could easily split that in half or like divide it any way you want there's still plenty of money for everyone to be happy um and it was 250k per dream hacks that's a ton of money
1: 750k all three dream hacks
0: yeah so they could figure it out um well, Tax, I appreciate you jumping on. Why don't you go ahead and as we wrap up, tell everyone what you got going on, where to find you, and uh, how to support you.
1: Um, well, I'm Tax, obviously uh most of my social handles are Tax with two A's, like the sign behind me, but um sometimes I have one A. Unfortunately, I can't have the original Tax, but I'm um, live on Twitch every day, post on TikTok every day. YouTube videos coming soon and um yeah just grinding here every day zero builds content pretty much i do and uh you know i hope to see some of you guys in the chat or comment sections wherever and um yeah pretty much it
0: awesome awesome well thank you for coming on
1: do you post your tiktoks on youtube shorts well the thing is i post um you know the youtube shorts has a limit of 1 minute ah. and yeah i post videos Typically I post videos that are over 1 minute on TikTok because there's like a creative fun program um where basically you only make money if your videos are 1 minute or longer on TikTok. Mhm. So, typically I go for the 1 minute videos, but I'm going to have to, you know, figure something out there. Yeah, you it, it's, it. it's it's a struggle, but I'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> just cut it down a little bit. I don't know how yeah. long they are, but you know, it could just save you a bunch of time, expand yeah. your reach a little bit. Um that might be a good idea, but thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, no always problem. love to, to chat and learn about no, new
1: people. So thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. It was a blast being here. Hey, make sure all you guys like comment, subscribe. You heard the man. And also
0: if you have any complaints or questions, you can DM me at somebody's gun on X. Appreciate you guys. Make sure to go check out, uh, comp awards FN on X as well. Uh, you can go to our website, find out some great information, I'm super excited and thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Peace.